How's it going, everyone, and welcome back to the Winners Club podcast. Now, in today's new freestyle, we are discussing self-mastery and having different perceptions. And again, if you are new to the channel, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and also turn on the bell notifications. That is the best way to stay up to date on the Winners Club content. You can also find the audio version of this podcast that will be linked down below in the description. You can also follow our socials. The link will be down below in the description. Make sure to check those out because we also post updates as well as short-form content down there as well. We appreciate all your love and support that you have shown to the channel and now let's get into today's freestyle we're back or i'm back after some crazy shit i had pneumonia and i had a dog bite infection i had like crazy fever i was in the er but we're back so let's just start with some juicy shit yeah. so let's talk about the art of self-mastery and understanding the levels of perception per se in our daily lives you know mm-hmm. we, we, we choose to see things a specific way a narrow path that isn't necessarily always right or isn't necessarily the best thing for us you know yeah. I choose to study for example um, a specific way that may be different from you and Miles and all this other shit because it works for me and I found that to be the most beneficial for me in the moment but I'm just looking at it one way I'm not looking at it the way that you could do it, you know, mm-hmm. in miles. That's just an example, though. So first, tell me a little bit about, like, self-mastery. Like, what what does that mean? Miles, you want to go first? Sure. I could just, I mean, I could go just, if you want. No, bro, you just asked the question. <laughs> okay, bro, I love talking about <laughs> All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I think self-mastery is when you really focus on one thing that you want to excel at. Not not even excel. Literally master. Where you become so good at something, you're playing with people who think similar of you. I mean, when I think of self-mastery, I think of somebody of the, the Mike Tysons of boxing. Um, the Michael Jordans of basketball, all these other things, these people who truly mastered one ability in their lives that they just totally excelled at compared to others. I think um, it doesn't always have to be in one kind of innate thing. You don't have to be intimate in whatever you do. Mm-hmm. I think it, it could be your mind. You can master your own mind. When we look at people who have, quote-unquote, achieved self-mastery in something, they all have a very unique way of thinking. I, I listen to Mike Tyson a lot, and what he has to say with Customato, he wanted, he had the will to win. He wanted to succeed, and he made things pleasurable, desirable, and fun. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how you do that: is by analyzing what it is you want and making and, and making the environment for it very, very attractive and easily attainable. But that's just kind of my take on it, Miles. And I know I asked a question, so you go. But I just wanted to say that. <laughs> no, no, that's good. I completely agree too. Um, yeah, I feel as though you know when it comes to mastering something, right? It has to feel fun, like you said. I completely agree with that because if it feels like an obligation, then you're not really mastering it in a sense. You know, like it's just not fun to you. You know, it's like um, I'm trying to think of an example. Like a, um, almost like a job almost, right? How are you going to be able to master what you're doing if it's not fun to you? Because if it's not fun to you, you're not putting your 100%, you're not putting 100% of your effort into what you're doing. 
you may think that you are, but you're not like subconsciously you're, you're, you're not there. You may think that you're doing all this work. Like we had just said before, um, you started recording, somebody could do 30 minutes of an intense workout, right? Whereas somebody does an hour and a half of, of that intense workout, but that hour and a half, right? They're having fun with it. They're putting more effort into that workout rather than that person that did a high intensity 30 minute workout. I'm gonna cut you off. You know why? Because they're having. You said, all right, you said that the the person, the second person, person B, we'll we'll say person A, person B, person B doing an hour and a half, you said doing an intense workout. No, an hour and a half of having a more lightly paced workout, but enjoying it much more, not looking at that kind of oh yes and having to repeat it the next day with dread whereas yes my mistake yes who has an intense workout is going to look at it like oh my god i gotta go torture myself again tomorrow so it's right as an obligation changes it in your mind it makes it more attractive but i agree with what you said i think Mm. maybe i don't know if you meant it like that but i was just correcting you just in case no no no, i appreciate you for correcting me i would like go on and on and i like forget but um yeah so like that so like for example i'm gonna draw an example like um uh, another example to this is I know Brett. You haven't read "Can't Hurt Me" by David Goggins, right? Mm-hmm. God, read that shit. I don't think so. But me and Gibby um, uh, have read it, and you know how, like, when he goes through Navy SEAL training, right? He eventually finds fun in it when it's something that nobody ever finds fun, but he mastered it because he found fun in it. Stuff like that, pretty much, because he gave it his one hundred percent effort. And he made it fun for himself. He mastered it. So that's what self-mastery um, is to me, I feel like. It's just mastering it in your own way to make it fun in your own way. Everybody's different. But as long as you're making it fun in your own way, I feel like you're mastering it pretty much. That was a really good example. Like, really, really tough example right there. Um, another thing that I want to note um, is when we see people who are masters at something... We think the intensity always has to be high because we always see that kind of advertised to us. So I'm going to take a huge example right now. So the the Ryan Garcia Gavante Davis fight. Yep. We see. I mean, this has been planned for a while now, but we see right now that they're both posting videos of high intensity workouts, like hyping up the fight and stuff like that. But that got ramped up to the intensity that it is now. It was not they weren't always training this way because if you were, you'd burn yourself out. Mm-hmm. So we aren't really exposed, like the public media at least, to all the days where they, you know, cut practice short, where they took a bunch of rest days, where they took the necessary discipline, granted more lightly mm-hmm. than it is now, to get to where they are. You know what I mean? So I think that's where a lot of people go wrong is where they look at somebody like Mike Tyson who trained very intensely and think, oh, I must do that every day, all day to be where he is. But no, have fun with it. I mean, when I was playing uh, soccer, obviously I'm not on the same level as all these guys, but I'm saying like, I remember I was very disciplined in soccer because we had practices that were fun. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like on weekends, we would really just mess around and play games, not actually have like an intense... 3v3 loser runs four miles kind of thing you know what i mean and i feel like that is where people go wrong and get turned off by the label of self-mastery but it's an attractive thing because the feeling i haven't experienced it but the feeling must be 
astonishable, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I know me and Miles have been talking. So, like, what do you think about self-mastery, though, Brad? I think the <clears throat> the most recent example I can give, um, I mean, we're coming down to finals week. All of us, we have a ton of, you know, projects, exams, labs, et cetera. And disp- I know it may look tough getting all the piles of projects, exams, homeworks you'll have to turn in. But that's time where you can still have enjoy yourself and have fun even during, you know, wanting to master your major, master your craft. Just always have fun with it. Like, for example, I had a lab that was due uh, uh, today, and I was doing it all. I was doing it yesterday. It's a group group project, but you know, I just dreaded it for so long. It's just like looking at it, it's like it's really like 56 pages. It's long, but during that time, you know, I had fun with it. I put headphones on, you know, listened to calming music at first, and then just like let my playlist go out. And I was still having fun, and even I finished the whole thing in three hours, still having fun doing the lab, and that even made me more motivated after to start the next lab, too. So I think always just staying consistent with it, but also making it really fun as well, like you guys would both Well, see, what you just did was that you changed your perspective on it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? You looked at it now as more inviting because you found joy in it. And I think what that is, is once you change your levels of perception, not only does it make it easier to attain self-mastery, but it also allows for a direct path towards freedom. Mm. I feel that the the term freedom is very misunderstood nowadays because people think freedom has to do with rights and yeah. things like that which to an extent it does in society mm-hmm. but freedom internally of i am free to express myself in any way that i choose and live the life that i've always desired mm. how do you do that you must see things from a new perspective and master it in that perspective that you choose but just be open to a bunch of different ones do you know what i mean mm. just like my norms might not register as your norms yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, but I really do believe that, I mean, uh, Jocko Willing says it, that discipline equals freedom. Discipline is a part of self-mastery. I mean, you have to have discipline to function in that kind of role. That's how you change your life is through discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, but another thing that I've really um, thought of lately is understanding um, what discomfort or pain actually means. Um it's really it's just a circumstance it's literally just a circumstance it's not really painful it's just uncomfortable because it's new look at per perceptions per se um when i look at something in a new light i don't get it at first it's uncomfortable i don't really know i don't know why this is even being viewed like the way it is but then the more i kind of get into it and analyze it a bit i realize oh it's just a circumstance it's not actually uncomfortable i'm just labeling it like that because it's not fun i'm not enjoying it so that's where i feel like a lot of people get wrong or go wrong because they get turned off by new perceptions but it's really really inviting and it's gonna welcome um eventual and uh inevitable freedom you know what i mean i mean when you look at somebody like michael b jordan i know miles you reposted this uh like a couple weeks ago where michael uh michael b jordan's just sitting down and he's talking he's like I'm different, you know, I'm built different from other people because I don't go out, I, you know, I'm building my foundation now so I can live the way I want. He's expressing his desire for freedom someday, you know, and he's going to do that through self-mastery. And obviously, Michael B. Jordan, very, very great actor. Everybody knows him. 
because he's mastering it. That he's selecting something that he wants to master, and he's doing it to attain freedom. We don't even know what freedom is like yet, mm -hmm. but I mean, from what I can see, it looks amazing. Yeah, you know, it's just through perception changes and, and mastering freedom. Mm. Yeah, no, Gibby, I agree. You know that thing that I reposted. You know, it really resonated with me too because. You know, he's right. You know, while you um, stay home and do work, even if it's not a lot of work, if it's still pushing you towards your goal in life, you're going to be ahead of so many people. And like, um, like he was saying in the video, he was like, I feel like I'm so ahead of people because I be staying out while people go out and party. He was like, I don't want to party right now. You know, I want to get my stuff done. So that way later on, I could party. Because in a sense, you know, especially in college, too, I know we mentioned college, like, a lot, but, like, it's just so crucial because this is where it happens the most, to be honest. You know, kids are going to want to party and kind of almost piss away their um, entirety of college because the they just want to party, drink, and do all this other stuff. Right, exactly. They're prime years of their lives. years of our lives. We'll never be this young again. We, we have so much opportunity at our hands. Yet, people want to go out and throw it away, thinking that four years of their lives right now will last forever, but it will not. And that's where the bill of regret comes from. And it's very scary. And I, I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to live with regret at all. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's terrifying. Um, and I'm going to interrupt real quick because you talked about like building the foundation. I feel like there's kind of like a, like a time limit to build a foundation. You can't build a foundation when you're 50. You know? That's just like you're trying to like refine your shutters outside make them look better you know yeah There's it's not even that now. though like is now is a do or die moment sorry yeah i know it, it's not even just like after college though like a foundation is now dude when you're an undergraduate student i don't think a lot of people realize like you're a freshman and sophomore year those are the years to make the connections dude you can't make connections when you're a junior i mean you can kind of get away with it, but not really. When you're an upperclassman and then grad student, that's real shit, bro. That's when you have your shit together. You know what you're doing in life. You have the connections. You're doing these internships. That's why I think it's so important to build a foundation. Dude, even, dude, even in high school, if you can, start looking at opportunities. Start making connections with people. Just talk to people. Network. You know? So, yeah, like, obviously you can't do it when you're 50, but to be honest, I don't even think you could do it when you're, like, 23. Do it now. Do it now when you're 18, 19 years old, when you're an undergraduate student. I'm telling you, that is probably some of the best advice I have ever heard, and it's definitely gotten me to a lot of places. So, mm. For sure. I mean, you grow as an individual regardless once you kind of get the the motives to chase a desire i mean even if it's something that you think is so out of the realm do it because that's opening a new perception on life do you know what i mean like just follow a new perception when it's given to you um there's a reason why people once they have like a like a traumatic family death or some crazy wild example like that that they see the world in a new layer near near death experience do you know what i mean is they mm -hmm. have this new perception of life they choose to live by that, you know, and it's very eye-opening. Same thing, though, if you're exposed to something where it can lead down the path of self-mastery. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That is a life-changing thing. Everybody wants freedom. Everybody wants to be free financially to do whatever they want. I mean, money does grant freedom in a sense. Definitely. It's with the society that we live in, at least. Mm -hmm. um, 
you can't can't live in a mansion when you're making 50k a year you know you need to achieve mastery i mean if you're making 50,000 a year consistently what are you mastering in you know i guarantee that you don't wake up 4 a.m every single day like somebody like elon musk would do you know what i mean mm-hmm. sleep in a factory countless emails and all these other things i mean the way that you earn money is a reflection of your dedication and work ethic so i also feel like the people who think that rich people are evil and stuff like that i mean i don't know maybe it's Maybe like Jeff Bezos is at heart. I don't know, but I'm saying their money reflects their work ethic and their levels of self mastery. You know mm. what I mean? And they have freedom. <laughs> that is what the the process will allow for: is self mastery cascades into freedom. Freedom will grant happiness. Freedom will alleviate a lot, a lot of problems. I mean, we see it every day now. Um, people who are um, in low uh, income households and stuff like that they're always stressed and always cramming for everything because they have no freedom whatsoever. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guarantee a lot of their problems would evaporate if they had freedom. Mm. No, definitely. I want to go back to your point, Miles, too. Um, I think we are obviously at our peak years of just trying different things. I saw a post by Gary Vee. He said, your 20 and 30s, is you, you should be building your foundation, trying new things. Even if you fail at it at first or fail at it, keep trying, keep doing different things because you're still growing no matter what. Even if you try skateboarding for the first time and completely fail, you've still done better than if you didn't try it at all and just thought like, and just wrote notes on skateboarding. You still took that action rather than, you know, just writing down on a piece of paper, writing notes all day, like, oh, I want to know how to skateboard and um, writing down how to do all these tricks when you don't even know how to, like, set the foundation to even get on the skateboard and do an action. So I think it's very important that us at this time, we really just stay get focused and as we've been talking all self-mastery and stuff just stay locked in yeah definitely i think uh changing a way of not necessarily making things fun but making things easier or handling failure easily um means turning failure into a more objective way of thinking where you're it's not you're not going to be influenced to quit because you failed you know what i mean you're mm-hmm. not going to feel remorse you're going to understand that this perception just simply did not work let's look at it at a new angle you know what i mean it's as simple as that and i feel like that's where a lot of people go wrong is again they get turned off by this one perception that they thought would work but mm-hmm. didn't but you have to understand there's millions and millions of perceptions to see things by and there's millions of perceptions to live by you know what I mean? The way I live my life right now and the norms that I have, I could wake up tomorrow and just look at it in a totally new way and have a whole new way of living. Obviously, it's very, very hard to do, but I, you know my you know my point is what I'm trying to make. Yeah. Um, so I think that is a huge thing. And now I'm going to just totally ramble on about something else for one second because depression, okay? Mm, yeah. Depression is when we're looking at a bunch of things, a bunch of things in specific perspectives to make sure in our brains that everything's negative you know what i mean mm-hmm. whether i mean we have trauma or these other other things like that I mean, obviously it's very very bad but when we dilute our thinking and our perceptions into a bunch of negative shit obviously we're we're going to be feeling negative you know what i mean yeah it's think of it as wires do you know what i mean all these wires are all over the place but then they all connect to this power outlet but this power outlet is depression in your mind. It's mm. all the negative neurons firing to hit that one spot. Mm. Totally throws you off balance, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
So a way that you can combat that is being conscious of it and looking at things in a slightly new perspective over time. That 100%. definitely helped me. I feel like I started looking at things like, okay, my diet was really, really bad. I'm going to start looking, okay, instead of having strawberry shortcake, how would I have strawberries or something like that? Yeah. That could maybe help my brain a little bit. Mm-hmm. And instead of going on TikTok before I go to bed, I'm going to put my phone down for five minutes instead and see if I can get a little bit better sleep. Mm-hmm. All I'm doing, though, is just changing my perceptions of how I'm going to do this and see if it will affect that. It's trial and error. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, uh, I'm constantly going through it. But I'm working towards self-mastery, mm-hmm. changing my perspective. Now, we hope you enjoyed today's lesson on the new freestyle. Again, if you are new to the channel, please make sure to subscribe and hit that bell notification. And also, let us know in the comments what you thought of today's episode. Now, again, the audio version of this episode will be linked down below in the description. So make sure to check that out, as well as all our socials. They'll be linked down below in the description. Now, we hope you all have a lovely day and a great week. And until next time.